This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Shout outs to everybody listening all over North America. A big shout outs to everybody in Mexico City. How about this? To the shock and the surprise of no one, the San Francisco 49ers are beating down the Arizona Cardinals 38-10. There is no Kyler Murray. The world is witnessing Colt McCoy one more time. And the Cardinals are just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel good about them at any point. I don't feel good at all about the combination of of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. I still have no idea how Cliff Kingsbury got a contract extension in the offseason. I don't know how he got a contract extension before Kyler Murray. And this might just be the the odd couple. No idea how they're going to move forward. Obviously, we'll keep you up to date with this game as it gets ready to conclude. San Francisco beating Arizona right now, 38 to 10. San Francisco on the way to improving their record to 6 and 4, certainly on a surge looking to win their third consecutive game. If you want to holler at me, it's real simple. We got a phone number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me online at JR Sport Brief. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. Last hour We took a look at the Kansas City Chiefs because about 24 hours ago, the Chiefs, they came back and they beat the Chargers 30 to 27. Kelsey on the receiving end of three touchdowns, including the game winner with 31 seconds left. A matter of fact, let's listen to that courtesy of the Chiefs radio network. Ball is snapped on the near hash. Chiefs load up three to the left side. Mahomes crossing pattern caught Kelsey 10 yard line 5 yard line touchdown Kansas City will Kelsey do it to the Chargers again on a crossing pattern a touchdown and now Travis Kelsey a 17 yard touchdown reception to take the lead plus his 33rd 100 yard receiving game of his career the most by a tight end in National Football League history I always love it when he says, touchdown Kansas City. I wish he'd take a breath. I feel (laughs) like he needs some oxygen in the process. The Kansas City Chiefs, they improved their record to 8-2. and 
and the Chiefs are on the up and up. What else is new? Number one scoring offense in the NFL. And yes, I'll say it again. Tyreek Hill is gone. That's what we talked about last hour. It's not it. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best quarterback currently in the NFL. And then you got the New York Jets. Their quarterback, Zach Wilson, he allowed their team, his team, the Jets, to have more punts, 10, than he had completions, 9. And despite an amazing performance from the Jets' defense, the Jets lost on a punt return for a touchdown. Jets' offense, or excuse me, the Jets' defense, sacked Mac Jones six times, held the Patriots' offense to three points as well. And then after the game, Rob Sala, a matter of fact, today he made it clear Zach Wilson's been playing like crap, and there's no guarantees that he's going to start the next game against the Bears. Listen to this. Just been dealing with so many different things right now. The um, I'm going to get to the tape and just evaluate everything, and uh, I'll leave it at that. We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. So you're, so you're not committing to Zach as your starter for Sunday? Not right now, not until I'm done evaluating everything. Ooh. Mike White on deck? I think they're going to start Zach Wilson. And the second that he screws up, you put Mike White out there. Garrett Wilson, watching football sail over his head, watching his teammates uh, be targeted on passes that they cannot catch. Garrett Wilson, after the game, he just sounded miserable. This is a rookie. Listen. It started during the week in practice, um, coaching, all of that, man. We all got to be more detailed. We all got to have a a better plan. Um, this shit not okay. I mean, straight up, it's not okay. We had how many how many total yards we had? A little over hundred. Yeah, it's not 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 gonna fly. Ooh, that's a that's the rookie wide receiver calling everybody out. At least he wants to play. I appreciate that. I like that. Zach Wilson needs to be on the spot. We know it's not easy playing in New York City. You got to show up. And if you don't got it, you don't got it. And, and Zach is getting that chance and opportunity. They were trying to babysit him and hold his hand throughout the season. Brees Hall goes down, and now he's being tasked with throwing the ball. Either he has the yips, either he can't handle the pressure, and not everybody in New York can do so. We're going to find out about Zach Wilson sooner than later. At the same time, that game took place Yesterday up in New England, but back in Brooklyn, New York, the Nets were in action. And yeah, sure, fine, it's the Nets. They took on the Memphis Grizzlies, no Morant, no Bain, and they beat them 127-115. This game was of note because Kyrie Irving returned. Kyrie Irving on Saturday had an interview with Ian Begley of SNY TV, and Kyrie Irving made it as clear as day that he's sorry, that he apologizes, that he wants to bring people together, that he erred. He, he basically explained everything that he should have done the first day he was asked. And he made it clear he wants this to be a learning experience for everyone. And so in Kyrie Irving's return, what does he do? In 26 minutes... He scores 14 points, has five rebounds, and zero assists. Kyrie Irving, right out of the gate, 
He said, listen, I know I'm back. The team was 5-3 and three without him. Kyrie says, it's actually nice to be back playing basketball. Trust what Jock has going on in terms of leading our, our coaching staff. Uh, and then us as players, just going out there and having fun, um, not putting too much pressure on ourselves. Uh, but it felt good to get this game out of the way, and now we can move forward with the rest of the season. Oh, wow. Well, let's see Let's see how long Kyrie is back. Is Kyrie Irving going to go down due to an injury? Is, is Kyrie Irving going to have another situation, another controversy? I think one of the two is likely. I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but, I mean, damn, we know. He's injury prone when he actually decides to be available. Someone else who was available and played, Ben Simmons, yeah. There was no issue with his back. There was no issue with a sore knee. Nick Claxton was out, starting center for the Brooklyn Nets due to personal reasons, and so Ben Simmons got a start. And what did he do? In 35 minutes, how about this? Ben Simmons scored 22 points. He was 11 of 13 from the field. No, no, uh, no three-pointers. Don't worry about that. He also had eight rebounds and five assists. This is the best basketball I have seen Ben Simmons play since 2020 because we know he ain't played last year. And so Ben Simmons, playing like this in Brooklyn, this is what he had to say about getting back to his all-star form. Just staying focused, um, you know, taking it day by day. Honestly, that's, that's what it is. You got to take it day by day for me, myself personally. I feel like, you know, if I start, you know, reading everything that's going on and getting my head psyched out, you know, that's, that's not good for me. So for me, I just want to stay focused, take it day by day. I know you, I keep saying it, but that's what it is for me. Okay, Ben Simmons. This is a glimpse. Is this going to last? And in a twist of uh, fate here, the Brooklyn Nets, their next game is tomorrow, Tuesday night, against his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers, they haven't been all that damn good themselves this year, dealing with tons of injuries. The Sixers are currently 8-8. Eight and eight. Maxie's been out with a, a fracture in his foot. They're hoping that it doesn't take long. Harden's been dealing with his own foot injury. And now Joel Embiid. He's out with a foot sprain. Joel Embiid is currently leading the NBA in scoring at approximately 32 points per game. And so Ben Simmons is going to have a chance to go back to Philly and take on nobody. He'll look at Tobias Harris. Because James Harden won't be playing. Joel Embiid won't be playing. Maxie won't be playing. If anything, Ben Simmons is going back to Philadelphia to get booed by the fans there. That's it. Because he's not going to be going one-on-one with Joel Embiid. And so this is an opportunity. I, I, I don't think I've seen an NBA player have this big of an opportunity in years. To go to your former team and shut them the hell up. If Ben Simmons wants to elicit confidence in the Nets and the team and the fan base and anybody, Ben Simmons is going to have to go to Philadelphia and he's going to have to put up the same performance he did against Memphis, against the Sixers. 
It doesn't matter if Embiid is out there. It doesn't matter if Harden is there. It doesn't matter if Maxi is there. Ben Simmons has to show up and show out. Let's see what he does, or let's see if he cracks. This is definitely an opportunity for him to go out there and just straight build confidence. And, oh, yeah, by the way, in addition to, yeah, beating the Grizzlies yesterday, what did Kevin Durant do? He just rolled out of bed and had another 26 points because that's just what he does. Makes playing basketball look way, way too easy. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of making anything look easy, yesterday afternoon in Minnesota, we saw a beatdown. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Vikings up. They beat them down. They whooped that ass. The final score, 40-3. to Dallas Cowboys made it look way, way too easy. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on the other side, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about the Vikings. Because have the Cowboys jumped the Vikings in the NFC? Like, who is the best team in the NFC? And then right now, still in Mexico City, Colt McCoy, he threw an interception in the end zone. San Francisco leads 38-10 to at the two-minute warning, two minutes left in the game. We're going to talk about the NFC, the Vikings, the Cowboys. We're going to get into what the Niners are doing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exactly when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and we have a final score Monday Night Football in Mexico City. San Francisco 49ers, they beat the Arizona Cardinals. The final score, 38-10. to 10. A complete beatdown. The 49ers, they improved their record to 6-4. and four. The Arizona Cardinals, with no Kyler Murray out on the field, they fall to 4-7. and seven. And Jimmy Garoppolo, in the process, he walks off of the field with the cleanest white 49ers jersey I have ever seen in my life. Jimmy Garoppolo throws a career-high four touchdown passes. No shock here. This just stinks for Arizona. They went all the way down to Mexico City just to catch a whooping. They didn't have to travel, I don't know, what, 3,000 miles, 2,500 miles uh, to experience this. They could have got this whooping back in the States. 855-212-4CBS, San Francisco. The 49ers are rounding into form. 
And as Jimmy Garoppolo, as Kyle Shanahan, as some of their coaches and players speak to the media, we'll definitely share that with you. And then, you know, as, as we continue on here with the show, we'll take a look at the, the NFC and how things are starting to round out. The 49ers have now won three consecutive games. And if you look at some of the best teams in the NFC right now, the 49ers have to be right there. They're now at the top of the NFC West with this victory. I think it's a foregone conclusion. I believe so that they're going to jump in front of the Seahawks and, and stay there. The Vikings, they took a whooping at home yesterday against the Cowboys. The Buccaneers, they're 5-5. Five and five. You can never count out Tom Brady. But the 49ers are seemingly trying to round out into form. The Eagles, they were also able to bounce back barely against the Indianapolis Colts in their underrated defense. And so, 49ers are on a move. But, but let's talk about another team that's on the up and up right now. Who would have thought that the Dallas Cowboys would have went into TD Bank Stadium, would have walked all the way up in Minneapolis and smacked the Vikings 40-3? to This was a game that I sat down and said, man, I can't wait to see this. Let's see what these Minnesota Vikings can do. Let's see what the Dallas Cowboys can do. Typically, the Dallas Cowboys all hype every year. Major expectations at every turn and every scenario. But is this the year the Dallas Cowboys actually live up to the hype? I guess Minnesota was was still riding high after that, that last second victory, the comeback victory, the overtimes, the turnovers, making Josh Allen turn the ball over three times in the fourth quarter in overtime and walking away with a W. I guess the Minnesota Vikings were just feeling themselves. I didn't see anything about any chains yesterday. I didn't see Kirk Cousins wearing jewelry. The Minnesota Vikings now fall to 8-2. and two. Kirk Cousins was abused by the Dallas Cowboys defense. Kirk Cousins was sacked seven times. He completed 12 of 23 passes for 105 yards. And God bless him. This wasn't a, a Zach Wilson performance, but this was pretty terrible. His star wide receiver, one of the best in the league, maybe the best in the league, Justin Jefferson. Only three receptions for 33 yards. So the Minnesota Vikings, I guess they had to come back down to earth. Kirk Cousins, someone who is definitely used to disappointment, he said the Vikings didn't do well enough not good enough tonight uh got to play better and um with a short week this week it's important that we uh get right back to it and um we'll be at home thursday night so it's important to uh have a much better performance so um you know we'll we'll um talk about this one and um look to improve and need to be better in in roughly four days so um, that's where our focus goes, and uh, um, you know we've been winning as a team on, on this last several weeks of wins, and now we, we've lost as a team, and we got to bounce back. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings are going to host the New England Patriots on Thursday. Thanksgiving. You know, after you scarf down some food and, I don't know, lean back on the couch and 
you know, maybe you're going to argue with your family. Maybe you'll be sick of each other. Let's see if the Minnesota Vikings go out there and lay another egg. Go ask Zach Wilson how he feels about the New England Patriots in their defense. Uh, Do I think the Vikings are only going to score a field goal? Hell no. Do I think the New England Patriots are going to hold them to a field goal like they did the Jets? Hell no. But the New England Patriots defense for the season, they're the second-ranked defense when it comes to scoring in the league, only allowing 17 points per game. You want to know the number one scoring defense in the NFL this year? To the shock and surprise of many, it's the Dallas Cowboys, the team that just smoked the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings will get smoked again in the final game on Thanksgiving on Thursday. But for right now, we saw what the Dallas Cowboys did. Kirk Cousins looked like crap, sacked seven times. Demarcus Lawrence got in on some of the action. He got a sack, and now he's dealing with a foot injury. What else is new? Demarcus Lawrence is always hurt in some type of way. On the offensive side of the ball, Dak Prescott, almost perfect. He completed 22 of 25 passes, 276 yards. And Tony Pollard, a man possessed yesterday. He was on the opposite end of those two touchdown passes. He also rushed for 80 yards. He had 109 yards receiving. Ezekiel Elliott, he contributed 42 yards himself. Both him and Tony Pollard both had, you know, 15 uh, touches. And the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be getting ready to take on the New York Giants. The Cowboys on Thanksgiving is just, it's a tradition. And so Dak Prescott. Heading into this game, do you wake up and say we're going to put 40 on them? Probably not. This is what he said their mindset was. After last week, I had a good week of prep and just uh, wanted to come in and um, set the standard and expectation that that I've talked about, that that we have for ourselves. And just as you said, just being able to go and get points on on the first seven drives. Honestly, I was just staying in the moment as as all the guys were and honestly couldn't have told you that. And I I think that's just credit to us just being dialed in too easy and the Dallas Cowboys offense this year it's not predicated on throwing the rock all over the place the Dallas Cowboys offense this year is pretty much predicated on the run you think about some of their wide receivers guys are trying to round into form Michael Gallup CeeDee Lamb Tony Pollard probably uh, underpaid at this point and Dak Prescott healthy But the defense is where it is. A couple of seasons ago, especially in that pandemic year, the Dallas Cowboys had one of the worst, or not one of, they had their worst season defensively ever. They couldn't stop anybody. Now they got star players at every level of the defense. doesn't matter if you're looking at Demarcus Lawrence, who hopefully he's healthy. You think about Michael Parsons, he had two sacks. Trevon Diggs typically trying to snatch everything out of the air. They they got they got game breakers. And so, the owner who sounds like a supervillain, Jerry Jones, the man who's never met a microphone he doesn't like or love. He's gone from campaigning for Odell Beckham Jr. 
to answering questions about whether or not the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders. Listen to this. Unequivocally, yes. Uh, I think we've had uh, adversity. We very easily could have some more adversity. Uh, But if we can get in there healthy and still uh, have games like the last two we just had on the road, I think if we use the experience of what we're having in in the season, then we're going to be playoff ready. But I sure do think that uh, what I see out here right now is a, is the team like that you could go get a Super Bowl with. Oh, my goodness. I feel like they just ask him things just just for the hell of it, Shep. Is there anything legitimate that you can ask Jerry? Like, what are you asking him that for? What is he going to say, no? I mean, the term softball question certainly rears his ugly head when you're talking to a guy who's 80-plus years old without, uh, forget a Super Bowl, a conference title appearance in now going on almost 30 years, Jr. Yeah, you know, I don't know what they're asking him out there. The next question they should ask Jerry Jones, hey, Jerry, is are the Dallas Cowboys good? You go, yeah, 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 we're good. Is, are the Dallas Cowboys the most valuable sports franchise on earth, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jerry, do you like putting salt on Egg McMuffins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they can they can ask him something with a little <laughs> bit more substance. What do you think about the health of Dak? You know, how do you feel about Tony Pollard and, sure. and his emergence? And, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I heard the entire press conference because I did not. But to ask Jerry Jones, hey, are the Cowboys Super Bowl contenders? I mean... What is he going to say? No, it's just ridiculous to a certain point. JR, if, is there an owner in any of the professional sports that you listen to tactically, X's and O's wise, and say, I'm glad we stuck microphones in, you know, in front of said majority governor and or owner? An owner? An owner that's worth listening to? In term, that- you know, I mean, like, for example, Mark Cuban is absolutely worth listening to in terms of politics and in terms of the way a business is run and how to grow. But do I want to listen to Mark Cuban about strategical, you know, Dallas Mavericks imposition of defenses and offenses? Not necessarily. It's the same thing with Jerry Jones. Yet we have now done this with this said owner for now 25 years after he has won the three Super Bowls and still remains, of course, at three Super Bowls. Point, Jerry, is... I don't know why we continue to put microphones in front of this guy. Well, he's the he's the general manager. Listen, owners are typically good. They're good to listen to when they're saying dumb things. Or at least they're entertaining. Let me put it that way. Jerry Jones, for everything that comes out of his mouth, he's almost like a caricature. It's not even like he's a real person. He's just a cartoon. I, I remember South Park made a cartoon of Jerry Jones. You know, I remember Robert Kraft. I found it absolutely hilarious when he wanted to, uh, you know, kind of poo-poo Bill Belichick and his draft record. And Belichick's response is, the hell you want from me? Did you not see the championships we just won? I ain't trying to win the draft. I'm trying to win titles. And and then here you have another poor example of Vivek Ranadive bought the Sacramento Kings admitted to knowing nothing about basketball, becoming recently a basketball fan after having a minority stake in the Golden State Warriors, Vivek Renadive was now integral to the the draft process. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Sometimes you got to know who you are, 
what your job is, and you actually have to hire people who are good enough to do the job. And so, yes, Jerry Jones, and and thank you for confirming that for all of us, Jerry. The Dallas Cowboys, are they Super Bowl contenders? Eh, are they going to go to the playoffs and choke again? The odds would say yes, but I think the difference this year is the defense. You know, the Dallas Cowboys are in such a space where they just, quote-unquote, have to prove it. You have to see it before you believe it. But I I, I trust their defense right now. If it can stay healthy in the offense, I'm sorry. It it still leaves something to be desired. You know, is Dak going to bring you back in the postseason with the weapons? Is he going to bring you on a game-winning drive? It's to be seen especially in the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday Night Football is a wrap. We're going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo's performance. We're going to talk about the fact that there was no Kyler Murray. We'll talk about Cliff Kingsbury. We'll talk more about the NFC. And I still want to talk to you about some of these college performances for football over the weekend. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, man, it's gonna be cliche as a mug, but uh, long time, long time listener, first time caller, man, and I appreciate your show big time. You have so much insight. I just want to give you props on that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio tonight. Monday night football. The 49ers beat the cards of 38 to 10. Jimmy Garoppolo goes out and throws a career-high four touchdowns. The San Francisco 49ers have now won three consecutive games. They also now sit atop the NFC West along with the Seattle Seahawks. If you are betting man or woman, who you think is winning the NFC West? I think it is very, very clear. The top of the hour, I want you to hear some of the plays. I want you to hear some of the coaches. I want you to hear some of the players. We're going to get that. But right now, let's hit the phone lines. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Alfred, he's calling from Vegas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Alfred? Hey, how you doing today? I'm very well, man. What's up? Well, I just wanted to say, you know, the, the 49ers look like a Super Bowl contender. I mean, you know, the defense is playing well. They haven't allowed a point in the second half and what, three straight games now. I mean, you, you could see the offense. I mean, the offense has weapons all over. Um, you know, this team is probably going to end up with you know, the number two seed. Um, I don't think they're going to surpass the Eagles for the one, but I think this team is probably going, you know, all the way uh, if they don't get any big injuries. I mean, the defensive line is playing great. Secondary is playing great. Linebackers are, are great. 
Um, running game is there. I mean, you saw since they traded for McCaffrey. I mean, that first week, that first week, you know, they lost to Kansas City, but no. Ever since then, they've been red hot. You saw it'll go off tonight. Debo Samuel get a rushing touchdown. So I mean, this team is just yeah. very complete. You know, they can beat you in various ways. Garoppolo is playing, you know, at a high level, not turning the ball over. So, well, this team is uh this team is a force. They are. And thank you Al for calling from Vegas. They are certainly on their way. And here's the deal. Do we feel that they've even rounded out into form yet? I would say no. Like there's a different element and let's keep this in mind. This team that we're seeing right now, or let me be even more clear. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't even supposed to be here right now. We were supposed to be watching Trey Lance be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. This man got his ankle snapped into two, and Jimmy G is now tasked with running this squad. And God bless him, because he's been able to stay healthy. That's always been one of the major question marks with Jimmy Garoppolo. So A, he's been healthy. B, he's been performing. The 49ers have beat every single one of their NFC West opponents so far this year. They're 4-0, and and they picked up Christian McCaffrey. Justin Wilson is now running the football down for the Miami Dolphins. Elijah Mitchell has now been elevated behind Christian McCaffrey. We know Christian McCaffrey is a dual threat. He can operate as a receiver. He can operate out of the backfield. And I guess when your dad is playing in the NFL, Ed, and no shock that Christian McCaffrey has amazing hands. Debo Samuel, finally healthy, back-to-back consistent games here. Debo Samuel, yes, he had a touchdown tonight. But you look at Debo Samuel, he is a, he's a threat himself. How long before we see, oh, probably again, Christian McCaffrey throwing a touchdown to Debo Samuel? How long do we have to wait before Debo's throwing one to Christian McCaffrey? And Jimmy Garoppolo standing around going, Oh, my life is good. I got it great. And their defense, the 49ers defense, is always damn good. And so, yes, I I think they have massive potential to go out on a run. We can go ahead and and look at the Philadelphia Eagles, 9-1. Thank God they, they picked up another victory yesterday against the Colts so people can relax a little bit even though it was a tough time scoring. People are going to be high on the Cowboys, but people expect the Cowboys to choke. The 49ers have championship experience. They do. Have they hoisted it over the past several years? No, but they've been there. Kyle Shanahan, even through a massive disappointment with the Falcons, he has experience. He's going to the Super Bowl Maybe this is the year for them to go ahead and and represent the NFC again and this time actually win it. I think it's a legitimate possibility. 855-212-4CBS. Chris, he's calling from Alaska. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm a huge Seahawks fan. Whoa, 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 Chris. Can Can you ask me how I'm doing? Can I tell you? How are you doing? Oh, you asked already. Allow me to answer. Oh. Thank you, Chris. I am doing very well. How are you? Excited about the Seahawks. Good. So go ahead and tell me why. You know, every weekend, you know, if the Seahawks are losing, I don't care because I turn over and look at the sports page. 
and how the Broncos are doing with Russell Wilson near the end of his tenure at the Seahawks. I was getting tired of how pampered he was getting. Finally, we get to see the true Russell Wilson on another team. I don't know if it's the issue with the coaching or the players around him or the personality himself, but I'm glad for the trade that the Seahawks did. It makes him more legitimate this year. A lot of people had him written off. And the three, te- the three teams I can't stand are the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Steelers. So okay. if well, they're losing and the yeah. Seahawks win, I've got a smile for the rest of the weekend. So why are you – Well, you don't have an answer for that, do you, Chris? I have a question for you. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. I can understand you being thrilled with the pain that, that Russell Wilson is experiencing in Denver right now. But when you look at the Seattle Seahawks, why are you excited about the Seahawks the rest of the season? Forget Russell Wilson. You know, it's it's the potential for them to do well and to bust other teams' playoff hopes. So a lot of people have them written off. I didn't think they were going to win more than three games oh, wow. okay. uh, this season. But the fact that they are, you know, middle of the division, probably by the end of the year, they'll probably be in the bottom third. But the fact that they've caused some damage to other people's playoff hopes, I think is is, uh, is a victory for us. You know, and if things get better, I don't know how long Pete Carroll's going to be around. He's 71 years old, the oldest coach in the league. Who knows how long he's going to be around. And, uh the key for them is, you know, the con- continuation of what he started. I don't know if this is a bubble or if it's something that's going to grow into something better as a Seahawks fan, but, uh, you know, that's something for us to cheer for. Okay. I hear that. You you got to find the silver line. And thank you so much, Chris, for calling from Alaska. Chris was so excited. He's like, JR, how are you? And I'm like, can I answer? I'm like, I guess not. I got to ask him for permission to to actually answer his question. And, and I understand anyone who looks at the Seahawks. And uh, If you're a Seahawks fan, what are you complaining about, right? you got to be feeling good. Who would have thought this team would have been 6-4? and four? I, I'm, I'm not as bad as him. I didn't peg them to go out there and win three games, but I looked at the Seahawks in a, in a rebuilding scenario, being in a rebuilding situation. Geno Smith has been playing relatively well. He's been playing like a a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback for the majority of the season. You have Kenneth Walker, who certainly looks like the offensive rookie of the year, and they've been able to perform. But the one thing that I have not enjoyed, the one reason why I've looked at the Seahawks and have just kind of kind of rolled my eyes at them for the majority of the year is is their defense. Like they they let everybody score. The offense has been surprisingly good, but the defense ain't ain't turning no heads. We saw them go out to London, or excuse me, go out to Germany and lose to the Buccaneers. The Seahawks are on a bye. They got the Las Vegas Raiders up next, and they'll be able to host them up at, I don't even know what the hell they call that big, loud place anymore. And the Raiders are the Raiders. They're a disappointment themselves, and ironically, the Raiders beat the Denver Broncos yesterday, 22-16. to 16. And so Seattle will have its chances. Seattle will have an opportunity to go to the playoffs and I believe go in as a wild card. But I got the 49ers winning the NFC West. I'm sorry. They got a defense. They have experience. They got an offense that 
that has just Swiss Army Knife players all over the damn field, everywhere. Like maybe, just maybe, this will be the Niners team that goes back to the Super Bowl and actually wins. Possibly. And they had to go all the way down to Mexico City to do it. Matter of fact, Kyle Shanahan, he's speaking to the media right now, and they're still in Mexico City. That's going to be a a nice flight back. I'm sure that's going to be a long nap. Kyle Shanahan, this is what he just had to say about playing down in Mexico City. That was one of the coolest experiences I've been a part of. I mean, it was, it was so neat last year going to playing in L.A. and seeing a whole red stadium in a stadium that wasn't yours and then coming a lot farther to Mexico City and it being just the same. Um, you know, we were told it might be like that, but um, it was even better than um, we expected. Oh, that's, that's good. Good for him and good for the 49ers. It, it really sucks. It really does to travel somewhere just to get smacked. From San Francisco down to Mexico City is about, what, 2,000, 2,500 yards? It ain't all that close. And now they got to go home, try to get some rest, and continue on here with the season. Next up for the 49ers, they got the Chargers on the schedule. The Chargers are a disappointment in and of themselves. Just continually choking. 49ers on an upswing. The Cardinals just absolutely suck. And the Niners, I expect them to just take, hold, grab the NFC West. And I'm expecting them to go on a roll. And we'll talk about this other team that loses tonight. The Cardinals, where the hell can they go? I think they're going to be in the pits for quite a few years. Especially with that uh, Cliff Kingsbury guy. And the quarterback who's who's small and is always hurt. I'm souring on, on Kyler Murray. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We're going to hear from more players, more coaches, and you'll hear more of the plays. We're going to break it down on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.